Welcome to Views from the Backseat. Join us as we pull back the curtain on a career that is often rated simultaneously as the most stressful and yet also providing the highest personal satisfaction. This show is about our adventures in the fire service. We provide a raw, open conversation which will include laughs, tears, stories, insights, and more than a few swear words. Thank you for listening. Let's get to the show. Hey, buddy! What's going on? Hello, 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 hello. What? So, can I start this show out with another shout-out? Okay. Right off the bat. Right off the fucking get-go. Folks, if you're watching or if you're listening, you probably need to go back and watch this on Facebook or YouTube because... Because views from the back seat has kind of went corporate in the good way. Oh, if you look in your bottom left-hand corner, you will see a little advertisement. What? Yeah, can you believe this shit? No. Wow. They actually gave us enough money, because we know how many internets people are watching, that the Red Sled, which was created by... Um, uh, Couple uh, firefighters from Des Moines, uh, yeah. Captain Kossoff and Captain Rodriguez, and uh, we're going to advertise them on our show. And they do have a website; it's redsled.com, and it actually talks about uh, their product, how to do it. There's videos and all that stuff. So yeah, just want to send a shout out to them. And we're going to be advertising them. So if anybody has a product or anything they want to advertise, drop us the old email, snail mail, text message, and uh, we'll put you up here. Good for them. Look at those guys. Yeah, I know. There you go. They found a need. So to be fair, to be fair, there is probably every known gadget known (laughs) to man in the fire service to do something. Honestly, that's a fact. Whether it's the door hinge widget or a fucking nail or a spring clamp, (laughs) everyone has incorporated something, but they actually got a pretty goddamn good product that they actually came up with. So nice. Nice. Yeah. So, so today's they found a loophole where they can actually, um, good for them, have a product that, yeah, that actually works. And yeah, today's show is brought to you by. Red sled. Red sled. There you go. Red I like that. Sled. Today's show brought to you by Lead Sled. Or well, Red of Sled. Of course sled. it is. I mean that's yeah. how that's how these things work. Red Exactly. Sled. That that's how you get known by coming on like a very popular internet show. And yeah. So uh so uh Eric, I must ask, uh yes. yesterday was the April Fool's Day. Did you get any pranks played on you? Uh, I have to admit I did. I have to admit I did, and I, my guard was off because I haven't been around the firehouse for a while. Did and you so, not know it was April Fool's Day? Um, I was tangentially aware of it. Like I knew it was it was there, but like not like right in my into my forefront. No, like. Okay. And so, the I'm in a group thread. I'm in a shift. I'm in a, essentially a shift thread with uh, twelve other firefighters from across the country. So I should have known better at some point. 
And so okay. there's a conference that we're all looking forward to attending and it is not FDIC. It's actually Metro Atlanta Firefighters Conference uh, down in Georgia. Okay. And hey, uh, when, uh, when is that? The end of May. Define the end of May because you know we got a soiree going on over here. Oh, oh yes. Like so, late, later on in May. Not, okay, not okay, weekend. okay. All right, all right. Not the same weekend. So, hey, do you know what actually, brother... Oh, is this like a like a Mid-May. trade show? Uh, this is a this is a pretty this is a big hands on type of conference. Okay, so yeah. do I might know someone that might be able to score some uh, convention center tickets or something, or do I gotta go hire? Uh, I honestly don't know much about this conference other than I've gone okay. to, I'm presenting at it with this group of guys. Okay, so, just just uh, asking. So the prank was as the lead ring ringleader about. Uh, six o'clock last night so eight o'clock his time sent a text message that said that uh mapsy has been canceled and i was like what i mean he caught me hook line and sinker i was like no way that sucks but so did you actually feed into it because that's the thing did you actually i did i responded back me and another guy another guy uh and i did respond back like no way that sucks that's bullshit like we're going off the handle One of the other guys, nice. on thread, like he responded back like four one question mark question mark question mark because he'd been in a, a class all day with a bunch of fire guys. So April Fools had been right in his radar all day oh, long. All right, all right. So right, I, on, I, right on. I got Go hooked. On. I got hook line and sinkered on April Fools' Day. I won't lie. Good deal. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I did not get pranked. Um, I've heard of some really good pranks that happened. Uh, all I remember is when my grandma was still living, my grandma and my sister would play some pretty, pretty uh, hardcore uh, April Fool's jokes on each other. So that was pretty, pretty entertaining there. I wish I could remember some. Yeah, I, I wish I could remember some. But the one that comes to mind now, and uh, uh, this joke will probably get some fucking people divorced. So... The premise of the prank is this guy's wife leaves the house. So, so, so he's, his, he's videotaping this and I'll explain all that. So his wife leaves the house to go work out at the gym or to go to the grocery store. So he's looking out the window and she, and he sees her leaving the driveway. He gets on his phone and texts. She just left. I have 45 minutes. Oh no. Okay. So, and then he started his fucking timer to see how long it would take her to read that and get back and be all pissed off. That's like, people, motherfuckers would be pissed about that, but he had her on tape because it was just a fucking April Fool's joke. So, yeah. Dude. So, that was, that, that was, that's a pretty hardcore one. That's a dangerous one. Like, <laughs> that, that is. You that were is. playing, you were not just playing with fire, you were playing with atomic bombs on, on, on that yeah. one. Like, but still, you know, because if you're always trying to one up, because you know we're always trying to one up on pranks. That was uh, that yeah, was a pretty good. It, one. It's definitely an arms race, uh, an yes. arms race of jokes. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. And 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 my dad. Okay, so uh, the little beginning of the show or whatever or the advertisement was like we're going to talk about you know firehouse pranks and all this stuff and. And I still remember the cookster telling us stories about how my dad was the biggest prankster in the firehouse, but nobody can get him. Really? 
They fucking he, tried, but they never fucking prevailed. He, he was Teflon. He was Teflon. He could. They couldn't quite yes, get yes, him. Yes, yes, yes. He'd always dish it out, but he was never the recipient. They tried, but yeah, they fucking never. Out of many times, they failed all the time. Yeah, I mean, there are great, great, great uh, prank stories from the firehouse. Oh, oh, yeah. Never, yeah. And you never knew when it was going to be your turn. Right. You just knew it was going to happen. Yes. Yeah. We're talking from the IV bag dripping from the ceiling tiles while you're fucking sleeping or yeah. All, yeah. All that crazy. Yeah. There were yeah. really, really funny fucking pranks. And most all of them harmless. All harmless. All, you know, no I was going to say mostly harm, mostly harmless, mostly, mostly harmless. harmless. Mostly harmless. Uh, I was like, it made me just think of the one day I showed up at the firehouse and all of my pictures in the fire station every single frame that like my picture was in and then then some uh had been <laughs> out with, uh, animal from the muppets yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah it, i mean they're harmless yeah so you gotta you gotta have thick skin in the fire service because you no, know what's you, gonna happen you do i mean i may or may not recall doing ice rescue training and bringing blocks of sea ice or shitty lake water ice the size of refrigerators in the whole freezer. I think, I bet you, I got a picture of that still. <laughs> we shoved that big block of ice that was a sea shift refrigerator. Yeah. And then, not, and then, and then not so much a prank. Do you remember? Man, I remember this fucking lieutenant was so pissed. Is he had that, the, the two grates, or if you're, if you're cooking over a campfire and you got that, uh, the two metal great things that you put shit in between and cook. Yep. Right. Remember we were trying to fucking steam hot dogs and I <laughs> took that apart so we can steam fucking hot dogs because I thought nobody uses that thing. Boy, was he fucking pissed. <laughs> Boy, Turns was out. he mad when he found out that I tore apart his fucking little campfire grilling thing so I can steam fucking Chicago dogs. Oh, you know <laughs> that what? wasn't a prank, but I'm just saying. Oops, sorry. Your uh your Chicago dogs just came up the other day at our house. Oh, you remember we had them for fucking was it Christmas or was it Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving time. It was we Thanksgiving. Had, we had, we had, we had uh, Chicago dogs for Thanksgiving. They were fucking yeah, we ran, amazing. Yeah, because we ran up to the uh Chicago Deli. Yeah, there's a fucking Polish store. Yeah. And uh, they spoke Polish in there. They did. Yeah. Yes. So it was opening day of baseball season on Thursday, and so Ooh, that's another topic we can talk about. Go ahead. Olivia and I have a tradition uh, on opening day to do like shitty ballpark food, which I know that most ballparks now have like gourmet food. Like let's it ain't go. shitty no more, bro. Right. So, but we do uh, we do like the shitty like nachos with that like yellow fake cheese and jalapeno. Oh yeah, like, that's oh, it. Yeah, that and then like a hot dog, like a like a ballpark dog, you know. And so her parents were over, and everybody's reminiscing, like, these are good hot dogs, but they are no Neil Chicago dog. So, <laughs> I'm like, telling you, bro, I can make a fucking Chicago dog. Years, really late, years later, your Chicago dog still comes up in conversation. They're still being talked about. Well, we're going to have to come out again and make them again, definitely. Yeah. no, those Definitely. Are, and those not on Thanksgiving, maybe a nice day where we can hang out on the deck and do all that. So Yeah, right? Oh, like, hell yeah. During the summer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we uh, so, okay. So you that was like a little segue. Hmm. What do you think about the new uh, baseball rules? This is a big controversy. I'll be honest. I'm a huge fan of the pitch clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Because 
because you can only pull on your nutsack and do the sign of the cross so many times before you throw a pitch. 100%. Like, uh, so, so okay. far, so far, like the average, like the reason why they did this is that last year, the average game time went over like three hours for a right, fucking baseball right. game, right? Which nobody has that kind of commitment. And so I'd like, even as a decent fan, I'd like pop in for a little bit and watch for 20 minutes and then pop out, you know, because I don't have three oh. hours 162 times to, to sit there and watch. Exactly. Exactly. Is it making the game more? Uh, enjoyable, yeah, uh, challenging. So, well, yeah, they're stealing more bases and they're doing this. It's like, come on, guys. Yeah, and so now, like, the average game time so far is down at like two and a half hours, which tells you that's tolerable you that there is thirty to thirty-five to forty minutes of just nutsack pulling during a yes, baseball. Exactly. Game. Like, like no, out of the box, adjusting your nut bag, sign of the cross, yeah, tapping your helmet with the fucking tar <laughs> rag and shit. No, come on, man. For, for, for forty minutes. For so so. If you sit there, watch the ball go by. You probably don't need to tighten up your batting gloves because you didn't do anything. You literally—they're not getting still. any tighter. You literally stood still. Yeah, right. You did. You sat there. You fucking shook the bat, and then ball. Okay, step out of the box. Retighten your fucking gloves that don't need yeah. to be tightened. Play with your fucking nut sack, and then. Tap your tap the top of your bat with the tar and your helmet and yeah okay yeah so honestly up uh, we uh, we watched the entire opening night game uh, for the A's uh huh oh yeah did they, they win won. they won that one they lost yesterday thirteen to one so that was a little bit rougher are they still doing the the money ball thing they are doing the we suck at baseball thing now oh so okay that's, okay so yes they are it's, it's as easy as that that's the okay. it's not, right. yeah <laughs> the rhyme and reason behind the a's is is cry us a river we're poor so we can't afford anybody so we suck at baseball and that's about it but they so, still have at least one fan that watches the game they're well last year they had the worst attendance ever i think they averaged like 2300 people a game oh my god that's Dude. horrible Dude, how can you run a baseball you can't. like that? You can't. And that's the how issue. How are they still around? You cannot. So I'm going to uh, – wow. Yeah. Cannot. So Okay, I did not know that. Uh, it's the reason why they have nobody on their team. Like, Okay. Their, right. big, well, their biggest well, star. The biggest well, star I, on the Oakland A's. Obviously, get, they, they won their opening day game. Two to one. And then they lost the next day 13 to one. So it just is what it is. It is what it is, man. You know, the uh, it's a, it's, a, it's a marathon. You're not going to win them all. Yeah. I think the A's are the only. It's team 162 <laughs> games. Yeah, you don't have to go balls out. I think they're the only the team projected this year to lose. Because guess games. what? Sixty percent gets you paid and laid. Okay. <laughs> and they're going to lose. Yeah. Kenny Powers. Uh, not uh, not this year. The it's going to be a going to be a rough, rough, rough year. But however, I'm still going to go see them play in Oakland in a couple weeks. I'll be one of those 2,300 fans. Oh, you're actually going to Oakland to watch them? I am. We are. Yeah. Nice. Good deal. I'll be there for my birthday, actually. Oh, so, right on. Right on. Awesome. Because another rule that changes here for baseball for those that are not bored yet. Uh, <laughs> is, Did you get a free beer on your birthday? I don't think so. I don't think so. That'd be a nice rule. It would be. Unless so your birthday's in December, January, or February, but and then you're screwed. Then you get it. On, then yeah. you get it on opening day. I mean. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, be a lot of free beers on opening day. A lot day. of free beers. So, well, not when there's only 2,500 fans. Like, <laughs> well, maybe that'll bring more fans. Yeah. They're gonna get their free beer and leave because that's exactly what's gonna happen. 
So the this year there is designated hitter uh, still for permanently for both the American League and National League, right? And so would there that used to not be one for National League because the pitcher was always bad, correct? But not anymore. So they switched that. So that's what also a new rule. Uh, that's that, a hold. That's a holdover rule from the COVID era of baseball. But it's stick that the pitcher don't have the bat, correct? Well, that was a guaranteed out. That sucks. So now for the National League, because the yeah. American League knows that pitchers suck. So now the since all all teams are quote unquote more equal for the first time ever in baseball, kind of like how NASCAR is. Everyone's got the same fucking yeah. car. Yeah, all yeah. thirty teams are going to play. Kinder, gentler teams. world. Yeah, sucks. Okay, so with sorry. that said, the uh, Chicago Cubs, who were my childhood team. Are playing. I'll forget you ever said that on my birthday in Oakland. They're playing on your birthday, so I'm gonna go watch the A's play the Cubs in Oakland on my birthday. Nice, nice, nice. That's awesome. Why not? That'll be a nice birthday present. That's awesome. Um, so before I cheer everybody up, is there something in the green room you want to bring up on the screen? Yeah, we'd. Uh, it's been a rough week in our household. Yeah. Been There's a been week. a lot of death in our family, and uh, yeah, it's 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 uh, okay. So yeah. before I cheer us up, let's bring us. Up. <laughs> we got to bring have us both. down before I build us back up, buddy. You know, both, both ends of the cycle. It's unfortunately. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. So this week, uh, this week we had to. I'll share the photo. This week we had to. Uh, Every girl. Olivia's dog of 15 years, our family dog of the last uh, five years, uh, transition uh, to her heavenly rest. Uh, and anybody who knows Olivia know, has always known her as Olivia with her dog, Abby. Like they were, mm-hmm. they were thick as thieves. And so, uh, yes. Thick Abby, as thieves. I like that. Yeah. Abby transitioned, uh, transitioned this week um, with a little bit of assistance. Uh, the vet that came over that night flat out said like that day, this was on Tuesday that we were watching Abby struggle to breathe. And we both knew like, this is not good. Like something changed that day. So did somebody actually have to say, okay, enough, enough's enough. No, we both knew you could just tell like the energy, energy it's like you probably around, but it's like, listen, enough's enough. She's going to go to a better place. She might not look like she's suffering, but she's not living her best life. No, she, I mean, uh, no, that conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. And no, that conversation happened because on Tuesday, there's a marked change. Like it was clear. Like it was, it was interesting, man. Cause like we actually got to literally see when the, so when the vet came over uh, to help the transition, she flat out admitted, she's like, listen, this is, uh, we are we are moments away from from a natural passing at this point okay whether that be a day or two days or three days but it was moments of moments away and honestly man like in our job we're around death all the time right that's part of part of the job description yeah yeah it is and uh it was fascinating to watch fascinating in the most kind and sincere and loving way. I mean, I don't want to say that this was entertainment by any means, but it was interesting to watch the life literally leave her body when she, when it was time to go. Like, 
Like, you know, but throughout the day, that, she just like you could watch, like, she could watch, like, literally watch the muscle, like, just fit, oh. disintegrate out of the body. And then all of a sudden, like, later on in the day, you could see, like, her face was starting to, like, sink back in. And you could literally watch almost minute to minute throughout the day on Tuesday, just like that life just literally drained yeah. out of the body. So yeah. that's how we knew uh, it was, like, absolutely time. I know. And, 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 yeah. So, a couple of years ago, we had to put down our lab Ziki, and uh, that was tough. Probably tougher than like a, a parent dying, to be quite honest with you, because I mean, they're your life, they're your kids. Uh, so you know, you know, we did it, and it was the same thing as as uh, I had to look at Gretchen and I had to say, Yeah, I mean, we were at the vet, and mm-hmm. so it's like, you know what, it's it's time and it was tough but on the same note before all this happened so we did our kind of uh pre-planning for what happens when he does go and we're like well there's that place in indianola that like the pet whatever and i was at the firehouse and i was talking about this and tyrone bell's like well my wife works at Hamilton's. I'm like, yeah, and so? And he's like, they have this pet program. I'm like, well, shit, I'll, I'll, I'll give her a call. Dude, before Ziggy died, we had put my mom, you know, my mom had passed away from cancer. This dog got more attention from a funeral home than my mom did. Yeah. So we let them know we were at the uh, vet, and it was... He, he was not he was not leaving home he was not going home with us so after everything was gone we walked out and we seen these two really nice dressed ladies and I looked I was like I wonder if they're from Hamilton's and I walked up to him and I asked him like yeah we're here for you know Zeke and I showed him where to go and it was like amazing they had posted a memorial on their web page they had taken uh, uh, paw prints and mm. impressions. And, I mean, it was like it was like top-notch uh, everything. Uh, yeah, so – and their – I don't want to say claim to fame, but their deal was is like we have an old human uh, crematory that uh, is out of service that we had uh, like – uh, what you, um approved almost like certified uh, oh, c- uh, certified for a pet so they guarantee that the ashes you got were li- only your pets and that place like and they know is like they just throw them all in a big yeah heap and, and do it so uh the job they did was amazing right. they gave us a little memorial at oh it was, it was great so it was a uh, because I mean nowadays let's be honest I mean animals are people's kids well like this abby so the house feels empty without her because she was nothing but love right and so she hey i got i got one you want i got one we can (laughs) send over there nothing but nothing but love and so the house honestly feels empty because it is a it is a a, a, it is a spiritual being that's with you for your whole life i mean it's their their whole life and then she's gone 
Yeah, no, by the way, this is the, this is why I think pets are harder sometimes even than humans is that they are 100% unconditional love. Like that animal will be there with you through everything. And whether we like it or not, even the deepest love uh, for our family or for our, there's there, whenever there's human love, it's always, it's not unconditional because there is something that somebody could do to you where you're like, fuck you, I'm out. But a dog right. or a yeah. dog is never going to leave. Like they're with you from the beginning until the end. And so it's true, 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 unconditional love. And so I just yeah. feel, I feel so deeply for Olivia this week because she got that dog when she was 26, 27 years old as a single gal and living in Las Vegas. And it was with her through her first marriage and then through that transition and then with our family. And then uh, now with a kid, like, she and that dog have been through a hell of a lot of right. life. Right? But 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 the other story is Abby's been kind of um, handicapped her whole life. She's been handicapped for the last f- for, seven years. Like okay, yeah, yeah. so yeah. Herni- herniated a disc, and so yeah. uh, especially the last year and a half or so, we really then the caring level even ramped up even more because we were helping her out to make sure she right. got to live yeah. out her last year uh to the best of her ability and yeah. she did man we got to she got to she got to live her best life possible right to the very yeah. end yeah. oh yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah. a testament yeah. quite only honestly to the love that olivia shared and and i can still remember that time where abby doesn't look like she can move too fast but i remember gretchen running full speed down the fucking street because <laughs> she fucking got away and she was yeah she's she still was gone. yeah yeah i mean she would muster the strength <laughs> muster the strength in those back legs once in a while and she was oh yeah oh yeah she was gone yeah you were not catching her but yeah no. so yeah uh yeah so sad week here um and wanted to go out to you guys because i know i mean i know how how hard it is I mean, Oliver's 12, and yeah, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I, I probably it's, couldn't do the show that week. It's a, it's a big deal. Like, it's yeah. – it's, it's Because like you said, I mean, I've, I, I've had Oliver since he was 10 weeks old and he's now 12. I mean, right. it's like – Every yeah, – and you've been with him – Day in day out, through ups and downs, dude, and twists and turns dude, of life, like Oliver is. I spent, there, right? I spent more money at the vet on that motherfucker than. it's like, yeah, it's crazy. It's, yeah, it's crazy what you do for pets. It, Absolutely. It really is. Absolutely. It really is. Okay, so on the brighter side, let's. Uh, I I just heard this on the news today, and I had to Google it. So it is actual National Peanut Butter and Jelly Day today. Ooh. So what that means is, I'm getting ready here, is I have a I surely hope you made yourself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. No, I have something better. I have a grape jelly jello shot. Well done. Well played. Like... Is it and it's not an April Fool's joke because it's April second. How was the uh, how was the grape Jello shot? Oh man, amazing! So good, so good, oh. so good, amazing. So refreshing. That's my spin. Oh. Refreshing. You don't have to oh. like. Yeah. You don't have to worry about the peanut butter like getting stuck on the top of your mouth. Okay, so let's talk about the peanut butter. 
Remember, at the firehouse, the career fund peanut butter is not a meal. Okay? It's a snack so, only. So, <laughs> it's still so, true. So guy, it's not a meal. Says so the guy who would sit there and use what an entire we would snack on an entire roll of saltines, putting peanut butter on them. Hey, that was a snack. We were snacking on it. We were snacking. It's not a meal. <laughs> <laughs> Do we okay, so we sustained ourselves, we ourselves for months on by snack snacking on yeah. peanut butter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We it's not a meal. Who's it's using the peanut snack. butter? Well, we're snacking, well, we're snacking yeah. on it because you know, it, so yeah. you know, that inflation. We can't. Uh, is what's, no, uh, but but what's but, but like the, fund? What's the pot up to these days? The pot of what for career fund? Okay, so we're is it still like five bucks. Our, our station is still five bucks. Man, you guys have handled inflation whoa, 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 very, very well. We were talking about this today. Is like, um, I had this guy on my crew, Ty, that was in charge of the career fund, and we so were we were like on it. We had a little bit of surplus, so we can keep the cost low. But everybody had cost because the three big things you got to have at the firehouse: coffee, peanut butter, peanut butter and butter. Aluminum. That's oh, it. I was gonna say aluminum foil. Oh well. Aluminum foil is expensive, but okay, those are the threes you gotta have. Sure. You gotta have them. Yeah. So we we had a a surplus, and then this one shift's like, oh well, we need to buy a new TV. Oh, calm the fuck down. Okay. No, we don't. We need to keep that little buffer in the fund so we don't have to jack the fucking price up. As of now, inflation is crazy. And we're still paying five bucks a month. Yeah, so you could do like an so HOA where you do a one-time assessment for a TV or something. Right. So this other ship came on, and they're running the fuck, and they're running into the fucking ground, like about fucking Bobby Monson did. Remember, he fucking drove that thing to the ground, and we don't want that to happen. It's like right. you have to manage your, you know, we don't need a thousand dollars worth of fucking Ziploc bags. We don't. Yeah, and I mean, I remember at one point where it was like we were taking votes. So for people that are not in the fire service world, if there's any of those that are sticking it out to the 30 minute mark, um, <laughs> or want to listen or watch later, the uh, the career fund is a pot of money that the firefighters, amongst all three shifts, pitch in. So every month it's five, it's five it's five bucks or whatever whatever that station's dollar amount is. And it goes to buy station supplies that the city doesn't doesn't supply. So uh, because usually we, it's around usually it's around food. So, yeah, so usually it's around food. It's like like Neil said, butter, peanut butter, uh, aluminum foil. But at one point, like I remember, we were like spices. Back in the day, before inflation, we the group fund bought a ton of shit. When we yeah. did end up buying like TVs with it because of the low cost of the food. Right. Um, but I also remember at one point there's a little controver- controversy uh, about what the career fund was buying. So we had like a vote of like what we should and should not buy on the fridges. Oh, yeah. So you can buy pepper, but not like Salt. whole ground pepper. And you can do this. And it's like, motherfucker, please. It's a fucking spice. But if you wanted to buy something over like 25 bucks, you had to put out a vote sheet. Yep. And those were a fucking joke. Because people would be coming from other fucking stations voting and shit. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. So it was like, yeah. Yeah. We we need a new TV. 
we need a new foot massager. We need you know, motherfucker, please. Right. Okay. So yeah. So because of the play- TV we're watching now, if does it work? Yeah. Then what the fuck? You know, why do you, why do you get, get, get to work? Go pull fucking hose or load hose. Yeah, yeah if you're concerned, don't, if you're don't worry about, about that TV. It's fine. If you're concerned about buying a new TV, there's probably some more training you should be working on. Exactly. Exactly. Like, just saying. And finally, after let's see, what is this? That uh, four months, I finally got fucking crunchy peanut butter because Costco was out of fucking crunchy peanut butter. Speaking of, so uh, I sit, I just sit there watching TV now, and I don't give a fuck. I got the whole fucking jar in my hand. You're snacking on it, spooning it. No, I'm fucking eating that shit now. (laughs) I ain't had it for four months. Um, Curious about uh, supply chain shortage. You brought up this Costco was out of peanut butter for four months. Uh, I've been having a hell of a hard time finding shredded hash browns. Like then the you're potato, obviously going to the wrong store. Like the potato, all over the potato section in our stores, like the bagged potato sections of like the shredded hash browns or like the French fries and that kind of stuff. It yeah. is hit, it is hit has been hit and miss for probably six months on what is there. Like okay, do you know? I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Mm-hmm. Do you know what the smart solution is to shred my own potatoes? Exactly. Yeah, but then the term brown, like you've tried no, to make no. hash browns. If, if the secret to making hash browns is as you shred them, you put them in cold water. And then they don't turn brown on you, huh? Then they don't turn brown. Then you drain them, like take a paper towel and pat them, and then throw them on the uh, griddle. It's just a lot of work, and it's messy. Do you want hash browns or not? Like, hashtag first world problems, bro. Like... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. First world problems. I can't find fucking hash browns. Right. I, I, I gotta really admit, think... though. I gotta admit, uh, the best sweet potato hash browns I've had is uh, Zach made the best. Mm. I don't know what he does. Yeah. I think he just low heat oil patience, and he yeah. flips them at the fucking right time. Oh, there's that. There's that key word for a lot of for a lot of cooking. Like patience. Patience. Nobody has fucking patience. It's like our house, cast iron skillet, oil, potatoes, high, high, done. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) French fries, 500 degrees on the fucking oven, stuff them in there. Yeah. So Uh, sometimes low and slow. You want that slow burn. You want that slow burn. Low and slow is the way to go. So yeah. Hey, I I am definitely a. Hey, uh, uh, yeah, I've done that. Hey, we'll just fucking jack this up. <laughs> but too. the greatest thing that ever was invented, besides the pizza pizzazz, air fryer, fucking air fryer, oh, motherfucker. Yeah, I, I use ours every day. Every Christ. Day. One showed up at the firehouse. I use that motherfucker all the time. Yeah. It's like amazing. Cook it for, use it for literally everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it is fucking great. So if you do not have an air fryer, this is not an advertisement for an air fryer. Get one. You will love it. But speaking if of advertising. Speaking, get one. You'll love it. But speaking of advertising, as we circle in towards the end, we got to remind folks about Red Sled. Red Sled. Yes, yes, yes. So 
we are starting to advertise. I know there's a lot of people out there that have construction companies that have epoxy floor companies. Like I said, send us a text, email, snail mail. If the price is right, you can be on the best fucking podcast on the interwebs. Get in early and often because it's uh, the price is only going up. Price is only going up. And like I said, so you can watch us on Facebook, YouTube, at any time. You can go back and watch if you don't watch us live. But we're on all the other fucking platforms, the Spotify's, the Amazon Music's, the Red Circle, everything. We are literally on everything. And sometimes that stuff is actually kept up to date. So We're up to date as we speak. Okay, there you go. So if you haven't liked or followed or whatever, what are you waiting for? Do I need to come find you and take your fucking hand and hit the button myself? I will. I will travel to do that. We will beat you down until you listen. Yes, yes, yes. We we are going (laughs) to beat this. We're going to beat this to the fucking end. I will get the fucking followers. So, yeah. Well, my friend, it's uh, it's always good talking to you and catching up. It is, man. It is, man. laughing and with me about the pranks and finding our first advertiser in Red Star. Our first advertiser awesome. and going from pranks to to reminiscing about uh, dogs about, and about whatever. Shoes and I, I, I tell you, you will not be you will not be disappointed in the shit we talk about. We just no. talk about fucking crazy shit. Tune on in. So, tune on, tune on in. in. Tune on. Eric, with that, brother, you know I love you, man. I love you too, Neil. Oh! Oh shit! Oh, hang on. One oh, special guest goodness. before we leave. Oh my god! Is <laughs> this was not planned. This is a. Uh, oh, oh, there we go. That is the ending of the show, right there. That beautiful <laughs> little girl. That is All the right. ending of the show. <laughs> All right, everybody. <laughs> Until next week. I love you, brother. Love you too. And Lucy, put supper on the stove, my dear, because this ball game is over. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, make sure you post about it on social media, subscribe, and it would be awesome if you'd leave us a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from us, you can follow us on Facebook at Views from the Back Seat. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.